So in last episode, we left off with when you saw your friend on the way to grandma's, realized that he was part of the Khmer Rouge, uh, felt betrayed in some ways, felt scared. And moving along on your journey after that, what happened? What happened next? After I saw him and uh, I was so scared that he know uh, my family history and I think the whole purpose, they want to get rid of the uh, wealthy people, education people. So I was scared, thought that he probably gonna pull us, the whole family out and execute right there. But he didn't do it, so he just let my family continue on the uh, uh, trip to grandma, grandpa's house. Mm-hmm. On that uh, journey, a lot of people was scared and no direction, but the soldier uh, continued to tell everybody to move forward, don't stop. And there's no water, no food. So in about maybe four or five hour walk, because there's so many people, and then you cannot walk fast at all on a small road. Uh, it's, it's about uh, how far from the city to... Uh, to my grandparents' home, it's about 10 miles, mm-hmm. the but most. But you're walking. Yes. And, and a lot of these people, um, you know, you guys had a destination to go to. You had grandma's house. A lot of these people you mentioned don't really have a place to go, They right? They No. They left their home and... That's sad. They just keep walking. keep walking. Right. And then... Uh, Yes, we we was lucky that we have grandma and grandpa uh, live in a farm. Mm-hmm. So we got to grandma and grandpa's house in uh, in about seven hours, and then how did you guys find food on the road? And you said there's no food, no water. What if you didn't pack food? At that time, I think you know people, you know still have food, I mean, along the road, a lot of farmers still have enough food so they can buy some food along the road Mm -hmm. because farmers are willing to sell whatever they have. I think they they still have plenty of of food for the first, uh, you know, uh, couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, at night, the people that have no family, they just have to stay, sleep along the road under the uh, tree and camp out uh, for maybe two, three nights. Just wait for the direction of the uh, soldier for the comedy party uh, to assign them where they need to go and where they need to uh, to leave. 
but most of most of the most of the people, I think they just assign the family along the road. It said, okay, from here to here. I mean, you know, because of people, just just I mean, it's a lot of people. A lot of people along the road. They just go ahead. And, okay, from that point to this point here, you go ahead and stay in this spot along the road. Along Under the, the tree, road. yeah, hmm. and then, and then they continue. Uh, the rest of them still continue to move forward. So, how what what's the point of that? Just so that they can, so they can know your location and how many people in each area. They can control footage. it. Yeah. yeah. So, in each spot, when they assign these people. Then they put one or two soldiers there. I see. And then they continue uh, to move the rest of the people until they finish it. You know, they until you know they find a spot for them along that road there. But along the roads, a lot of they have farmer that right. live in. And that's a small, it's a small village, very small village. So these farmers had to take on people randomly. They didn't know, but the soldiers just assigned them, and this is where they have to Farmer stay. Farmer have no right to say anything. anything. <laughs> Whatever the soldier tell them, I said, this family gonna stay with you. They have to stay with you. Right. I mean, right. So, and then. They assign people to work right away. They don't care. They not supply any food, anything. The only thing they want to do just put you to work in the field right away. Mm-hmm. So whoever that got the spot, I mean spot. That mean that group. I mean live under the tree. The next day, they gonna wake you up. And they said, "Let's follow me." I mean, you guys, you guys were lucky, right? You weren't assigned to anybody, and and you guys were able to, along the way, go straight to grandparent house, right? And um, so we have food. We had plenty of food. We had no problem with water, with food, uh, but. They assign us to work right away too. I mean, so the soldier will go house to house to register how many people that live in there, what age, how old, the name, and they want to know your history. Mm-hmm. So, if you. Uh, work for a previous government uh, after they register they will tell you the next day they will tell you is it uh, you need to go to other place you cannot live here so if you worked for the government if you work for the government if you are a school teacher anybody educated wealthy and educate yeah so they move you a different place we don't know what that place they, is. Yes. Yeah. That's uh, they 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 kill you. They right. you. Yeah. But they not do it right away. They just wait. You know. 
the way the, the, the one that worked for soldier they probably pull you the next day it really depends there's no law no rule when they want to slot you they slot i mean you know like it's chicken, just exactly chicken in a cage yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly whatever they say goes and you cannot say anything so uh after a week or two uh everything was s a little bit smoother because people have a place to stay kind of got used they to calm it a little down bit. yeah uh, they kind of got used to a little bit uh and then soldier all over the place got you even got you go to work in the morning and then walk back just want to make sure that everybody put their heart and soul in the work and <laughs> in, in 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 a farm so how many um how many hours did they make you work and did they wake you up early and did they were they nice to you guys at first when you guys were first starting to work in these farms and you were with grandma and grandpa at the time so the whole family was working right like i say you know most of these soldier is no education no no nothing it's about its age range from 13 years old to 21 22 years old right and actually most of these soldier uh was a farmer who was no never see uh so they don't know how to communicate with people. They very quiet, very mean, and they wake up you whenever they want to wake up you uh, to work. Sometimes they wake up you five o'clock in the morning. Uh, Sometimes they wake up you three o'clock in the morning. Work until whenever they want to tell you to. Uh, to get off uh, most of the time i think it's over 10 hours a day up to 18 hours a day what do you eat during that time that's like well you how to pack your own food from the beginning then after a month so they build a big place that everybody can eat there. It's called its community. Like cafeteria? Yeah, it's a community kitchen. Mm -hmm. uh, from there on, you cannot cook at home. If you cook at home, it will kill you. So everybody has to donate all the whatever you have in your house because they say how to be live equal equally no rich no poor so you have to whatever whatever you have you have to donate to the community kitchen so they build a big uh, kitchen a uh, kitchen is, is nothing it's just like you know maybe a five of the big giant pot that you can cook rice Mm. And uh, so I, I have a question going back to they, 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 they break this up into different regions, right? Every region had their own kitchen. Is that right? Yes. 
probably around maybe 500 family to a, a, a thousand family the most and they have one kitchen a mm-hmm. uh, community kitchen and then and they just collect all the food from whatever you guys have you're gonna have to live in equally eat the same food live the same condition right no rich no poor that's what they want to do so after they build the uh community kitchen so uh, they will assign people to cook for the group mm-hmm. most of the food that they cook is just uh, rice and salt that, that's it <laughs> no it's meat no meat no 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 meat no veggies nothing like that no wow no. just like joke yes <laughs> just like uh yeah I think from the beginning wasn't that bad. You have rice, and later on, after six months or eight months, then now it is starting reduce food. It was it was lucky. My family, a lot of people know the history that we were, were, wealthy. were, were, were wealthy. Yeah, but was lucky. My uncle, he was living a farm before the community took over country. So he was working a farm. So he met this community soldier. And then sometime he donated to, because he went to, to the farm to bought the pig so, so he can resell it in the city so he had to work with the uh, Khmer rules otherwise they wouldn't let him go to the farm and buy uh, and buy uh, pig or cake uh, chicken uh, livestock so so wait a minute so your uncle was during this time still able to go to the farm and then go back to the city and sell no that before this was before i see right in the beginning when they haven't really controlled and taken over yet but he still had to work with the khmer rouge yeah because i think you know khmer rouge is all around the uh, city Mm -hmm. and my uncle live in a farm and what he do he buy livestock from the farmer and and sell it uh, in the city so every time he cross into the city, he's always working with some of these Khmer Rouge people. That's why he got to know them. Yeah, they yeah. got to know them. And then sometimes the Khmer Rouge asking him, can you buy the medicine for me? Because, mm-hmm. you know, so he worked with them a little bit too. So because to just, I mean, uh, uh, he had to. Right. Otherwise, he cannot just go and go to uh, the countryside and and buy uh, the livestock. Mm-hmm. So, so he know this uh, all of these uh, these square rules. That's why when we move out, and then all that people know him. So then he didn't really pay attention to my family, and then my uncle said, "Well, this is my sister." You know, my mom's uh, 
Mama's brother. Mama's brother. So, so they let they leave us alone for a while, but then it's all different group too. And Khmeru is all, you know, not just one group. You know, they move in, move out, they they change it. You know, uh, so when the new group come in, so they now they pay attention. Said, oh, this is a uh, uh, family used to be wealthy so we want to separate so now they start separate me i'm the oldest one so um, how 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 many months into that was how many i believe it's probably uh the most like i said it's six months after six months so the first six months you were good because uncle knew the Khmer Rouge soldier but after the new people you know i live in, with the i'm able to live with the with the family. Right. You right. Know, at grandma and grandpa's place. Right. So after then this new group came in came in. So they want to separate the wealthy family, start with the children, with the who's age from ten, actually from nine up, you they take you away. Historical content. <laughs> okay, so what exactly is happening here? So remember when I told you the Khmer Rouge, their idea was to basically kind of hit the reset button and wanted to become a self-sustaining country? Well, at this time, they were trying to implement what was called the four-year plan. If they reached this goal within four years of producing enough rice and enough food for the entire country, basically if they like tripled their yield on rice production, they felt that they would be at that point economically stable. They wouldn't have to depend on anybody else because they have enough food to sustain everybody to become a modern agricultural country. This was Nearly impossible because their goal was to aim for three tons every two, two and a half acres, which was never previously done before. And on top of that, there was no tools, no healthy animals, and no healthy labor because all the labor was people who are not being fed and malnutritioned and starving to death. So this was what their thoughts were, though. This was what their goal was. If they can separate the kids who are old enough to work, 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 work them in these labor camps and have them try to produce this amount of yield, they were hoping that at that point they would become this self-sustaining country. That was kind of their mindset at the time. Okay, great. Let's get back to the podcast. So they did take the Tokpapa uh, away uh, to join call labor camp. Now they don't want to kill you anymore. They just want to labor you to death. It's no medicine, no, uh, uh, well, they give you food, very minimum uh, food. So they labor you. 